It's your girl, Marisa, and you are listening to the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. What's up, Heard That Nation? Y'all have asked, and you've asked, and you've asked, and it's finally open. The Heard That With Marisa online store at heardthatwithmarisa.com. I got the merch. Finally happened. Swaggy tees, amazing hats, other kinds of different merchandise that I got on there. Check it out today. Thank you for supporting your girl. Uh, Fill up a shopping bag with all kinds of stuff. Give away as gifts or keep it for yourself. All kinds of amazing swag and merchandise. Check it out today. Heard that with Marisa.com. I appreciate your support. One of the amazing things that I love to do with my time, I love working out and serving in the community. And through that time, I have met some amazing people and I have met some extraordinary kids. And the one thing, believe it or not, that kids love and ask for is books. Because many of them I found that they, they absolutely love reading, which is absolutely incredible. Um, I am so proud that I've met an incredible man uh, by the name of Trevor Romaine, and he is an author. He's an illustrator that has the most amazing, amazing literature for kids and for educators and for teachers, as well as parents. You have to check out his books. You have to check out his digital downloads. Uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan of it. If you go to TrevorRomain.com, uh, T-R-E-V-O-R-R-O-M-A-I-N, no E at the end.com. Check out all of his materials that he has, all his books, all his literature and digital downloads. You can save 15%. All heard that listeners. If you check it out, save 15% at the end of your checkout. Use the code heard that H-E-A-R-D-T-H-A-T and save 15%. You, I'm telling you what, it is some of the best materials out there that can help children and families become happier, healthier, and more confident. So use the code heard that save 15% off at trevorromaine.com today. Greetings, everybody in heard that nation land and around the world that's listening right now. You are listening to the heard that with Marisa Tigney podcast. If you are watching and you will be watching on YouTube, I ask you to hit that subscribe button so that you know what all the future episodes that are coming up on this channel. We're doing something historically uh, for the first time on this show today. We are on Facebook Live. And uh, those that are coming in the audience, we appreciate you participating and joining us today for a very important and powerful conversation that I'm gonna have with some great friends of mine. 
um, named Michelle and Nate Hall. And they had requested this, uh, the folks to participate and be part of this live chat. Uh, something that, like I said, is new to me, uh, but it's very important. Um, they are parents of uh, an amazing, amazing five group of people uh, that I got to know, got to see them <laughs> grow up and evolve. And, um, and they're going to talk about something that um, many parents, uh, especially when it comes to a loss of a child, uh, a loss of a child to suicide, they're going to uh, tell their story, but they have taken their grief and turned it into action and created a, uh, an incredible foundation in the name of their son, honoring their son, Joshua Zeriel Hall. Uh, I welcome you, uh, Nate and Michelle, to the Heard That podcast. And I thank you uh, for, and I believe this will be your first time discussing and talking about this. And with everything going on and, and through the pandemic and uh, so many things that are happening and all of us literally basically on timeout, um, I, I want to just acknowledge and give you both your flowers uh, for all that you have endured, um, but you have decided to take this and you know and birth this out of your heart and in your in your spirit, and you say, you know what, we want to help so many people that may be listening to us in this audience right now, uh, those that will be catching us on YouTube and as well as the podcast. And uh, I want people to know who your son is. Uh, like I said, just knowing all five of your kids, how active they were. Um, and I can't believe how fast time has gone and they all are adults right. now, literally. You know, exactly. <laughs> I mean, where did time go? What does that but, say about us? Yes. Uh, I mean, I think that you both have stayed forever young uh, and haven't aged at all. Uh, so whatever you're using, I'm going to need y'all to sell that immediately, uh, <laughs> make it available at Macy's. Uh, but uh, each one of your kids are just so uniquely talented. And, you know, from music to acting, um, to drawing, to that sort of thing. And Josh is your number four out of five. Mm -hmm. um, tell the audience, those that are watching here on the live stream and those that will be watching and listening, um, who was Josh? Josh, to me, I know who he was. He was always that helper. Uh, when uh, I was part of church ministry, he always wanted to go above and beyond and uh, be involved in skits or anything that I was doing uh, to the point where he wouldn't literally let me carry anything. And I'm going, wait a minute, how old are you? Are you seven, eight? There's no way in the world because I, I just feel that he was like an old soul in an eight-year-old body. Uh, right. But tell everybody who he was uh, as par as his parents, who Josh Hall was. You go first. You want me to, you want me to go man. first? <laughs> your, your main man, Josh. Yes, yeah, that's what I called him. Yeah, Josh was, is, was a special individual in terms of you know, who he was to not only to us, but to extended family, friends, co-workers, instructors, coaches. Uh, Josh just, he was a, a literal light that just shined bright in every life that he touched. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when I was, when he was young, you know, still in diapers and whatnot, I got a chance to, to stay home with him because I worked the night shift and so when all the other kids were at school and mom was at, at work and it was just him and I, and that's where the, my main man came from mm -hmm. because he was like my shadow. Everywhere I went, there he was. And um, 
But at that time, he thought that he too was a grown man. Uh, that's that's yeah. why now I get it because he was always that old soul, and then I would be looking at him like, "How do you know how to do this? Or what do you know about you know mm-hmm. opening doors for you know uh, ladies when they're coming through and everything else?" Like he would zip up to the door and open, and I'm looking at him like, "Okay, wait a minute, who taught you this?" <laughs> <laughs> Just always so polite, and yeah, that's you know, a, that's how he's always been. Um, I guess I'm going to give y'all credit for that. <laughs> yeah, we'll take it if that's if if you want to give it, we'll take it. We'll take it. You know, we try our best to instill you know our personalities and our hearts and our values into the children. Mm-hmm. And Josh is one of those that kind of picked up on a lot of that. And um, even throughout his whole life, you talk to anybody that knew him, it was all about love, giving, um, good times. He loved to be around people. He loved being social. Mm-hmm. Uh, he loved hanging out with his friends and his cousins. And oh my goodness! Josh was just an incredible young man who, who, like I said before, literally just shone shone light or mm-hmm. shined light mm-hmm. into every life that he touched. Every person that came away from an encounter with Josh was better for it. And that's what he that's loved awesome. to do. Yep. He loved to touch lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was um, exceptional from birth. Mm-hmm. When he was born, um, they only let two people in the in the room with us. So my mom and my sisters were watching the other three kids, mm-hmm. and Nate and um, missionary Colleen Adams was in the delivery room with me. And when he was born, she looked at me. And she looked at Nate and she said, this old man has been here before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he didn't, he didn't cry. He just came out like, like, you know, what, what is this place? Like, what's going <laughs> on? Right. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's, that's Josh right there, man. That curious, and, he's, he was that curious one that was curious. always into always books. Always ask question. Yes. Very inquisitive, always, always in the books, always reading. Always mm-hmm. wanting to know, mm-hmm. you know, how something operates or everything else. Or, you know, it wasn't, you know, how you have that kid that you, you tell them an answer and they always, why and why and why? His <laughs> would be more than just that one word. He's like, well, I don't know. Maybe if we try it this way, then this would operate it better. But that's pos- that's going way too slow. Did you ever think about doing it? And I'm like, who are you? <laughs> and, <laughs> I'll be like, there's no way in the world you did. It's just, just he he was as as described. Just an old soul, but mm-hmm. well, one that wanted to obtain. I think in the book of Proverbs, and you know how you know to get wisdom, you know to gain wisdom, you have to you know study and uh, and and that's what he was. He was that person that you know would heavily want to be involved and to know and to be in the know. And I think the cool thing about that I that I noticed about him when he was always involved in in children's church and then growing up into you know youth youth ministry and in youth church is that once he knew, he would pass that knowledge on to someone else. It wasn't mm-hmm. just that he would keep that, you know, about you know all that to himself. Somebody would ask a question, he's like, yes, and it's because of this reason right here, blah, blah. So yep. basically he went from a person that sought knowledge to teaching exactly. it. And I'm going, Exactly. What he said. <laughs> exactly. 
That's how I'm like, I'm about to call you professor and you're only mm -hmm. 12. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, just, I mean, that's, that's, that's who he was to me. And that's so cool that other people had, had saw that about him. And so then he grows up and he becomes this amazing team that's involved in music, um, sports. In, in sports, love mm -hmm. the outdoors. What did he do that, you uh, outdoors he liked to camp fish what was it that attracted them to outdoors all of the above yeah mm -hmm. we wanted joshua to go into physics mm -hmm. he loved physics so he uh his nickname was well one of his nicknames was young einstein mm -hmm. and he just loved physics so we wanted joshua to go into physics Josh, um, being his own person, his mm -hmm. own man and about his father's business, mm -hmm. decided that um, physics and music were great, mm -hmm. but he really loved the outdoors. Mm -hmm. So um, in his second year at MSU, he changed his major from physics mm -hmm. to um, <laughs> forestry. Oh, wow. Okay, that's truly, that truly, I mean, you, you mm -hmm. definitely love the outdoors if you're going to change your major to, to that for sure. And he not only changed his major, then he found an internship in Wisconsin. In Wisconsin. Yep, he went to Wisconsin for like four and a half months and yep. worked in their their parks and rec their department, parks. and got all kinds of uh, experience, you know, and his and accolades. And he told and me. He told me when he came back, I think I'm going to be a park ranger. Wow! Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Go ahead, Josh. Yeah. You do the thing, bro. Okay, so I will say. <laughs> I was Mama, all Mama, Michelle was like, however. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful, honey. <laughs> but <laughs> so um, Josh, Josh was the one that used to always tell us that uh, he could, <laughs> we could live with him. Mm -hmm. Not with him in his house, mm -hmm. but he would have enough land that we could, he would build us a house on his land so that we would be in close proximity to him. Mm -hmm. oh, couldn't wow, be in his house, though. But we couldn't be in his house. We have our own little house. Right. Wow, that's property. incredible. I would I would have taken that, too. Right. <laughs> in, in a heartbeat. Yeah, Josh was was uh he, he loved music as you know he played the tenor sax mm -hmm. beautifully. Tenor sax was very um, good, worked, very very he good. With at the, it. Uh, MSU professors of jazz a couple mm -hmm. of years, uh, got invited to their camp a couple times. Um, they paid for yeah. him to come to. They the they camp. they paid for him to come because they wanted him to be Twice. there that bad. Yep. An over five thousand dollar camp. Mm -hmm. Oh wow. So they they paid for him to, yeah, he was to a, come. He was an accomplished tenor sax player. Mm -hmm. um, loved cross country. Mm -hmm. That was his passion. He just loved to run. Something it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a surprise. Fourteen miles yeah, like that. 14, mm -hmm. 15 miles. He'd get up in the morning and be gone running 14, 15 miles like it was nothing. Wouldn't be breathing hard, no sweat, mm -hmm. just no big deal. He, he just loved to run. And I think that's when he started to get that appreciation of the outdoors. 
mm-hmm. running through all those fields and all those uh, between trees and all that kind of thing. And um, yeah, they need to develop this love for the outdoors and uh, renewable green energies and all that. All of that was his mm-hmm. passion. And um, he, yeah, he just so much, so much to say, so much to, to try to capture. He was our boom. Yeah, but this one word is her word is boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my mine is my main man. That's what's so cool and fascinating when I was talking to you all before we came on the show is the sunflower. Explain about that. I did not know that he he likes sunflowers. Uh, I, you know, I knew a little bit about, you know, his love of outdoors and everything else. But where did the sunflower, his, his love for sunflowers come from? I'll let you tell that story. In the last um, year he began to um, grow flowers from seeds. Because he was doing the landscaping and gardening. He was landscaping and gardening Mm -hmm. and he just loved being outdoors. So um, the sunflower, we used to um, have a van Mm -hmm. when they were young and we had a um, personalized license plate and it was Psalms 121. Mm-hmm. I will look to the hills which cometh my help. Mm-hmm. And um, I know a lot of other people who have lost loved ones um, use a sunflower as a symbol. Mm-hmm. We use that as our symbol because that was Josh. He, he looked, his name, Joshua Zarel, means God is my salvation and my rock. And even though this awful thing happened, he's still showing us how to look, keep our heads up and look. Mm-hmm. To the hills. Look mm-hmm. to the sun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look to the sun. S O N. So we just adapted that sunflower. Um, we couldn't, unfortunately, we wanted to name the foundation something else, but so many other people had the sunflower mm-hmm. um, acronym and stuff, so we couldn't use it. But uh, we do do little sunflower. Mm-hmm. Um, things to, to just kind of make us smile and yep, and as a tribute just to the fact that he loves sunflowers so much. Yes, yeah, he started uh, trying to grow them, and he would get the seeds from them. And uh, he bought he bought his mom a sunflower uh, a photograph, not a photograph, but like a mat photo. Mm-hmm. Yep, and um, that's what he he he, he just yeah. That was one of that was one of his other other great loves was the sunflower. I think it was a beautiful thing about your family, and I'm seeing it through the chat. And hopefully, I know people are hopefully can hear you all. And if not, I have the closed captions on the screen. Oh, good. Is that everybody that knows you and um, that that has been part of your both of your lives as well as your amazing family? Is that you all are tight knit? There is yeah. no question whatsoever. Um, that I have on my end and those that are watching, they can, they're definitely putting it in the chat. 
uh, that the Hall 7 uh, is a tight family. If you try to intertwine in between uh -oh. the tightness, yeah, I mean, it's like a rubber ball. It's going to bounce right off of the wall. There's no way <laughs> in the world that you're going to separate this family of their love and admiration and tightness of, of what they got going on. And I think it's a beautiful thing and a shiny example of the love that you all have. I think that it's powerful that both of you established that with your five amazing children. But the cool, the cool thing on my end that I have observed is that you all showed what uh, family is, that you all showed what love is um, through adversity, through the ups and downs, because many families, I mean, we all go through it. We've all have mm -hmm. our, you know, our, our disagreements and, you know, the kids are fighting and all this other stuff. But you wouldn't see it through all of you all because you all walk with love and you walk with the love for, I mean, I know I keep repeating love, but that's what I see when I look at the seven of y'all is, is love. Did anybody, has anybody ever said that to, to both of you all that when they see you all, you know, walking into the restaurant or store or church or anything else that they was like, man, here comes the halls. <laughs> they walk in, they walk in with love. Um, I always tell the kids that we are atmosphere changers. I like that. Mm -hmm. That things, yes, you're going to have disagreements. Um, yes, you'll have issues and battles. Yep. Mm -hmm. But family is everything. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yep. And um, yes, your your family can be that prick in your side. That doesn't mean that you. In my opinion, mm -hmm. we don't stop loving just because somebody's getting on your nerves. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. And with seven of us, we we have three kings and four queens, and. We clash all the time. Mm -hmm. We clash all the time. But the um, one of my um, students said to me, you guys always come back together. Mm -hmm. And we have to. Mm -hmm. Together, we can do anything and everything. Mm -hmm. It's always the, 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 the mentality is that we always are together. And so when people see this coming into the room or to church or wherever, they do go, oh, they go to halls, they go to halls. Clean off that whole pew for them. <laughs> mm -hmm. Because, you know, we, we, we try to, we try to as a family, when we first started having children to, to from the first to the last, we try to exude that, that unity and that, that, that purpose. Mm -hmm. And that, um, you know, we were nothing to be, to be, look down upon, you know, mm -hmm. we keep our heads held high. Um, Michelle especially always instilled that mentality in the children that they, they were, they're kings and queens and mm -hmm. uh, royalty, you know, especially mm -hmm. in God's sight. And I think that's some of what uh, people saw, but mostly the love thing is, it was genuine, it was nothing that was feigned or, or, or pretend. We mm -hmm. genuinely love each other and we genuinely love others. Mm -hmm. And um, 
I think that's what the sense was anytime anybody saw us together. I think the, is, that is true. And, um, you know, serving and serving others, that is right. what Joshua was to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, always that helper, always want to assist in, in everything and, and be involved. Not so much in the, you know, the front scenes, but, you know, how he can make production better how you know he would incorporate his ideas and, and have that, that that servitude and to continue being that person of service you know through his childhood through the teenage years and the early adulthood it was something special to see and so when you both you know talk about him and this is the you know having this live audience and I appreciate everybody and those that are joining in and talking to Nate and Michelle Hall of you know, the Joshua Zerio Hall Foundation and parents of an amazing, amazing young man by the name of Josh Hall. Um, there was the difficulty of you know, your main man, Josh, and the person that you knew that loved the outdoors and everything. And then that one unfortunate evening of this past year, you both received the call that you never, never expected to get ever in your lifetime. When you think about that night when you got that call, what was both of your reactions when you received that call from your oldest daughter, Taylor? I think that um, our initial reaction was definitely um, shock. Um, my wife, Michelle, she, she was in denial at first, you know, she didn't believe that this would happen. Mm-hmm. I was in shock all the way, um, until hours later, mm-hmm. um, dumbfounded, kind of like an out of body surreal experience. Like, I cannot believe this is happening. This isn't real, please. I must wake up now. Mm-hmm. You know, our, our youngest daughter was home with us from school at the time, and her reaction was one of, she, you know, she just was in distress, pain, crying out. Um, I went immediately to try and to console her, and then um, we had to go find out what was going on. So we all packed up in the car and drove towards uh, Taylor's house where Josh lived to see what was going on. Um, but the initial reaction, for me at least, was... I was just, I was stunned. I, I had no, I, I had no immediate emotion. I was just trying to process what I heard. Mm-hmm. And silently under my breath, I'm praying that this is not happening. Let me ask you this, Nate, uh, before you continue. Did you, did you have any indication that he was uh, depressive? or you know, going through something um, that his mood may have changed or anything? Did you get any kind of indication of that whatsoever from him? In a general sense, no. Because of how Josh, the person Josh was, like I said, he was always outgoing, always family oriented, always had a smile on his face, um, loved being social. Mm-hmm. Um, he did, like I said, he lived with his sister, so he wasn't at home with us anymore. Mm-hmm. But I do notice that after that pandemic started, um, when the shutdowns in Michigan first started taking place, we did notice a shift in his his mood. Um, he was very anxious about uh, coronavirus. 
He was insistent upon wearing masks and social distancing at all times. He would avoid um, some get togethers because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. uh, and if he did come, he wouldn't take that mask off and he wouldn't get too close to anybody. I know that stretched him out. Um, I know that he was, uh, I'm not sure how he dealt with that. He began to talk to somebody about that professionally. Mm -hmm. And of course, I don't know what those conversations were like, but to think that those uh, factors would give me any indication that he would take his life, you wouldn't convince me that if you paid me $3 billion, mm -hmm. I, I would never have believed that he was in a place um, to even consider something like that, which is why it's so important. Um, Michelle's been saying lately, check on your strong ones. Um, you know, as a dad, you look back on that, on that, uh, on that night, I look back on that night <clears throat> and I, and I wonder, you know, or I wish in hindsight, I, I wish I had had more time to talk to him. If I had more time to talk to him, I would have said this and I would have taught him that and I would have instilled this. Um, but the, the fact of the matter is, even if you reach out to people, in return, they kind of have to give you something back. Mm -hmm. And those times that we did feel like we reached out to Joshua and ch checked on his, his welfare, you know, maybe because I was raised, he was always, you know, I'm, I'm good. I'm doing good. I'm, I'm fine. This is what, this is what I got going on. This is what I'm doing. This is where I'm heading. So you never got an indication from any conversation or anything you saw on social media that he was struggling to that degree, mm -hmm. you know, mental health or emotional distress. Um, it was never anything that I could point at and say, ah, there you go. That was right. it. I, I, we literally had no idea. Mm -hmm. Don't you go anywhere. The Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast will be right back after a brief pause to hear from our sponsor. One of the amazing things that I love to do with my time, I, I love working out and serving in the community. And through that time, I have met some amazing people and I have met some extraordinary kids. And the one thing, believe it or not, that kids love and ask for is books. Because many of them, I found that they, they absolutely love reading, which is absolutely incredible. Um, I am so proud that I've met an incredible man uh, by the name of Trevor Romaine. And he is an author. He's an illustrator that has the most amazing, amazing literature for kids and for educators and for teachers, as well as parents. You have to check out his books. You have to check out his digital downloads. Uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan of it. If you go to trevorromain.com, uh, T-R-E-V-O-R-R-O-M-A-I-N, no E at the end.com, check out all of his materials that he has, all his books, all his literature, and digital downloads. You can save 15%. All heard that, listeners. If you check it out, save 15% at the end of your checkout. Use the code HEARDTHAT, H-E-A-R-D, T-H-A-T, and save 15%. You, I'm telling you what, it is some of the best materials out there that can help children and families become happier, healthier, and more confident. So use the code HEARDTHAT. Save 15% off at trevorromaine.com today. And welcome back to the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. It's, I think the big thing too, 
tune in right and people are, are commenting in the chat as well and those that will be watching and they'll be listening is that people that have experienced a loss of a child loss of a loved one to suicide it is imperative it's important for us that we are careful of what we say and how we say it <laughs> um i know that you both have uh, before we even came on here and discussed it, had talked about, you know, how people have approached you both and oh, had you said different things and have used their terminology, if you will. And I'm here to say on my platform that please, people, be careful of what you say and how you are considerate of others, especially the grieving process, because the grieving does not end. I have gotten... Um, numerous amounts of messages from parents who knew that you both were coming on this show and thanking me in advance before even the show started to record, before we even did this live and we decided to go live, um, that they, the big thing that I asked them in the conversation said, what is it that you want people to know about when you go through a loss of this magnitude of a child? And I would say every single answer that the, the, the people that I was talking to in the messengers, uh, the messenger the messenger box was, I just wish that people would stop telling me, if you need anything, <laughs> I'm here just for let you. Me know. Just let me know. If you need anything, I'm here. Mm -hmm. And to be careful of what you say is like, well, all grief is the same grief. Mm -mm. And... I have never gone through this magnitude. I have not. I'm listening to you both. I listened to the people that had messaged me in the chat. And I just want to put that out to people that are watching, that are listening, that will be watching. Um, that is imperative. That is important. Sometimes silence is the best answer if you do not have anything to say. Mm -hmm. Wait, wait. Will you say that again, please? Silence is the best answer if you do not have anything to say. That's the truth. It is because the, the grieving process for a, a parent that has lost a child or children, it does not end, ladies and gentlemen. So please do not tell them that it's been this length of time, this, you know, um, you know, months, weeks, years and so forth. And the pain gets better. It gets easier. It gets that. You don't know that because you're not in their shoes. So don't assess that upon them. That's what I right. wanted to say when it came to that. Um, so you both you know you, you're continuing to to build this legacy of him and his memory of him and the beautiful thing that came out of this is this foundation right in his name um michelle i want you to talk about a little bit um because you both had put it so eloquently about joshua and who he is and everything else and i just hope that everybody uh can you know hook up with both of you all because of this foundation uh named after your amazing son joshua zerial hall um and uh, give the details uh after at the end of the show but what is it that you know while you are still both going through the grieving process okay that you all are like you know what let's take this grief we're going through and let's turn it into action let's do something where we can be an outlet to so many people that may not think that they have anywhere to turn to, 
but we want them to, we want to hear from them. We want them to know that it is okay to talk about when they're not okay. It is so okay to talk about if you're not okay. We as women have this thing where whenever anybody asks us, oh, how are you? First thing out of our mind, fine, how are you? I'm horrible with taking the spotlight off of me and flashing it right back on somebody else. But self-care is vital. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, we do firmly believe in therapy. Uh, our family has, has been through um, we went through family therapy, um, through some of my illnesses. We went through therapy when, um, one year the whole family got into a car accident and, um, the kids were traumatized by that. We had to, we went through therapy for that therapy. I think it's vital for you to at least have someone to talk to. Mm -hmm. Right someone that's going to hold your confidence in secret. I think the big thing right there, Michelle, and I hate to interrupt you, is that people need to realize what you just said. Therapy is okay. Have somebody to talk to. Prayer is wonderful. Praying about it is wonderful. Having someone to or more agree in, in his name, that is great. But to have somebody a trusted therapist to talk to is okay, folks. Mm -hmm. More, more than okay. Mm -hmm. This world, <laughs> adulting is not easy for mm -hmm. anybody. Mm -hmm. That's true. You know, I've my perspective has opened and shifted so much with. the events that have happened mm -hmm. and yes i have always been one for prayer i love to get in my prayer closet but you know what when it's time for my weekly appointment i'm i'm running there too mm -hmm. because whether you're sitting on the couch or talking on the phone or however you decide is going to be a release for you. Mm -hmm. You have to get it done. No one person, myself included, can take on these cares. Right. And definitely not alone. Mm -hmm. My, um, <laughs> I have a few um, friends in social work. And one of them texted me and said, I saw a picture of you. You look so beautiful. When are you going to take your mask off? Mm. Mm. 
And I had to think about that mm-hmm. because I don't ever want to give anybody the impression that we got it all together. Mm-hmm. We raised these kids. They're perfect. They do none of the above. And she's not talking about the mask that we've been wearing during the social distancing, anything. She's not talking about that. Right, right. Just want everybody to, to, to catch what she just dropped. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you you need to have um, somebody that's going to know the signs if mm-hmm. you are moving a little extra left. Mm-hmm. Or if you um, don't come out of your house for a week, mm-hmm. if your blinds are closed and your lights are always off, um, <laughs> my youngest sister is here in Lansing and um, she's infamous for popping up on us just to make sure that there are lights on in the house. Mm-hmm. And that we're not just sitting up devastated, right? Mm-hmm. Because death and grief is is devastation. Mm-hmm. You have to learn to work your way through it, mm-hmm. and you need other people to be able to do that. Yeah. Yes. Ultimately, we're going to rely on God, mm-hmm. but He works through people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you got to d- depend on on um, others. And sometimes that's a <laughs> that's a task in itself to be able yeah. to depend on somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, let the walls down right. and and talk to to somebody else and reveal your fears and intimate issues. Mm-hmm. Right. But but we got to make the effort. Yeah, yeah. We got to make the effort to reach out, especially if we see something like you said going left or things are different, drastically mm-hmm. different. You got to be able to try to connect with someone, ask them the questions that need to be asked. Don't be afraid to ask a tough question. Mm-hmm. Don't be don't be afraid to say I've I've seen you know certain behaviors. Are you considering suicide? Mm-hmm. You know, a direct question like that will you know, challenge a person to respond in kind. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't be afraid to reach out to people and talk to them because people are hurting, people are struggling mm-hmm. now more than ever. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, one of the reasons why we decided to start this foundation, not just to honor Josh, um, but if we are going through the devastation that we're going through because of what happened, we know others are as well. Mm-hmm. And we know others are asking questions just like we did. Well, what, what, what happened and, and why didn't we know and what was going on with so-and-so? Um, if we could do anything to help start that conversation and to help those who are in those risk categories mm-hmm. and to bring awareness to this suicide subject and to uh, prevent it as much as possible, Mm-hmm. And at the same time, be a light, just like Josh was, be a light to others, make a difference in their lives. We, we like to say, be the difference. Um, but we want to we want to 
take what he was and carry that on through this foundation, mm-hmm. touching lives, encouraging, serving, helping, um, inspiring, pulling people up out of their dark places as much as we possibly can. Well, I'm sure we can't do it all, but we'll do as much as we possibly can with our dying breath. Mm-hmm. That's what this foundation is all about. And it's an incredible foundation that people need to to link up to and to connect with both of you all. Before we end this today, I just wanted to uh, acknowledge your amazing uh, your amazing children, Nate Jr., Taylor, uh, Cara, and Carolyn. Uh, a couple of them are in the chat, so I just wanted to acknowledge them and thank them oh. for being Aww. here. Yeah, they're they're in the chat, and uh, just wanted to acknowledge them and everybody here that has commented that has showed love. Um, I wanted to know from both of you all, how has the community been um, since all of this has transpired and everything else? And then now with this incredible, important work that you're doing to reach out to so many, uh, how has the community been? How has the community responded? You know, knowing now that you have this foundation, have you heard stories from other parents, from other people? Um, Which I can see on Michelle's face, I'm sure that you've heard. incredible stories because I know a beautiful thing of a community is when somebody is grieving, when someone is hurting, the beautiful power of a community can come together and elevate the the people and lift them up um, Mm -hmm. while they are hurting. So what have you both heard uh, from people that that have stayed connected with you both? You know, I... Since we started the foundation, mm-hmm. an enormous amount of people have reached out to us and um, people that we don't even know. Mm-hmm. But um, some have commented that, you know, they, they feel a sense of family and love just mm-hmm. within our boundaries so they they feel at ease talking with us if people don't take anything else from this conversation i would like for them to take into consideration we've heard stories from families with children as young as five to adulthood of devastation and and, um, anxiety and anger and hurt. Suicide does, it doesn't care how old you are. Mm -hmm. It doesn't care about your nationality, doesn't care what kind of family you come from mm-hmm. it ravishes households and intends to leave them empty mm-hmm. we want to curb that mm-hmm. through um different collaborations, um, music, um, exercise, 
mm-hmm. um, boxing, just to to name a few, but what really breaks my heart is when we hear stories of the younger generation. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think, how can a five-year-old try to commit suicide? Why do they even know anything about committing suicide? And where did they get that from? But then we think about the society and how we live. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the family that inboxed us, mm-hmm. um, the, the little girl was being bullied at school. Mm. And um, some an, another kindergartner, so let's put this in perspective. Five years old, they're they're in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. So another kindergartner tells her to go kill herself, mm. and she's actually thinking about it at five years old. That's, That's heartbreaking. Old. That's heartbreaking. Yeah. So this is a pervasive. You know, we you don't want to use the word epidemic, but it's very pervasive. Mm-hmm. Um, in society, um, like Michelle said, we've had so much outpouring of um, similar stories. Um, people reaching out and letting us know that they're, you know, going through some of the same stuff and uh, praying for us and asking for prayer for them, and, and you know, it's just more than you would realize um, that this this thing is going on. Um, I mean, the original question was, how has the community reached out? Um, since we started the foundation, you know, even before we started after Josh passed, you know, it's too many people to shout out. And if I say one, I'm going to probably offend somebody else. So I'm just going to say thanks to everybody. Mm-hmm. Thank who, you. Uh, who, who came to the house, who, uh, who mailed, who messaged, who gave financially. Um, <clears throat> it's, it was so much love, even from people that would normally sit with us, um, show love and support. Um, my job especially was, was oh my goodness. I, I can't say enough about what a uh, say plastics did to, to bless our family. Um, just so much love. And since this foundation has started even more, um, you know, outreach and people are supporting and sharing our message and reaching out to us, it's just been, an overwhelming response, um, especially with the candle drive that you sponsored for us. Oh my um, Shout out to you for Heard That Candle and, and, and Tailoring Company for uh, putting that candle together and, and getting it out to the public and sharing the word about Josh and the foundation. We thank everybody there who supported that, that uh, fundraiser. Um, it's just been unexpected levels of support Mm-hmm. And looking forward, um, we know this foundation is so much bigger than, you know, our little family. Uh, we hope that one day this will be something as big as United Way or some other huge, huge organization that just continues to be a blessing and a service to society in, in, in this particular vein. 
I believe it will. I believe that it is that your foundation is needed. Um, that people need to know about the incredible, wonderful, amazing young man that is honored to have the name of Joshua Zeriel Hall. Mm-hmm. That's honored to have amazing parents like Michelle and Nate Hall, and to have siblings, Nate Jr., Taylor, Kara, and Carolyn. Yes. And, you know, a countless amount of cousins and family members and friends and all of those people that he has impacted, that he's touched, uh, everybody that's been watching here. Uh, it's been my extreme honor to connect with both of you all. Uh, you know, our friendship goes many years. Yeah. And um, we definitely and I definitely am in your corner and continue, will continue to be an ally. Uh, for many people to reach out and to connect uh, with this incredible foundation. So how can people stay connected to you both on the social media as well as this uh, the website that you have? Well, I'll go, you want to go? well I just want to say something before. Um, I don't know why I'm leaning into the mic. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the kind of mic that makes you want to like be radio style. Yeah. <laughs> But I I would like to share some um, some additional vital information mm-hmm. because um, this foundation is work. Um, yes, way more work than we thought it'd be. <laughs> is not. But it's, that's what I call worthy work. Yes, mm-hmm. and it doesn't make the grieving process any easier, but. So now we can cancel out everything I just said and say, but the fact that I heard that with Marisa Tigney came out and boom, lit, lit, not, not just a fireplace fire, but in, in a forest fire under them halls. Mm-hmm. Sure did. She was just like, we're going to do this and you're going to do this. And come on, I got you. I got your hand. I'm walking with you. I love you. Your family is amazing. And let me say this, because with suicide, don't you have those thoughts. Like, what did I do to contribute to him wanting to leave? But when you have an amazing support system, mm-hmm. Marisa, <laughs> there's nothing like it. Nothing at all. Nothing. I can't say we would have done this. I mean, we wanted to, but after it was just, it was like the, um, the thank you cards for our bereavement cards, which are still sitting in in his room waiting to be uh, filled out and sent out. Every time I would start to do them, I'd have a breakdown. So I'd be like, I'm not doing that today. I'm not doing that today. I'm not doing that today. I can't cry no more. But when you have someone walking with you 
not comparing stories, not trying to tell us what we should do, not trying to, and everyone should, this is the blueprint for how to deal with people in grief. Just be a support. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's it. It's not hard. And support does not always mean money. Support means I love you. Support is I'm going to check on you tomorrow. Support is don't say nothing. I got it. Just go in there and recline and mm-hmm. or I'm not even looking at your house. I'm just going to come and recline with you and you can cry on my shoulder. Mm-hmm. Support is support. And Marisa Tigney, you have been an amazing support, not just to the the Joshua Zarell Foundation, but to the Taylor and Company Candle Company, um, to the Ashes for Ashes to Beauty Ministry, Ashes to Beauty, mm-hmm. um, to and Millie's Pantry. Um, old Chicago. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. She's truly a superstar. So we just want to take some time to say superstar. Thank you. <laughs> you both are you amazing. You are amazing. You're not clapping. Oh. <laughs> superstar. Oh, no. No, it, it is, it is. Take it, take it. Yes, please take it. Please it is, it, it, it. it starts with amazing parents and amazing foundation that they established, uh, that they established mm. in our household with my siblings and myself of, you know, what kind of legacy do you want to leave behind and what do you want people to remember you for? Uh, I'm so thankful for both of you all and thank you for the, the kind words that you have said, um, this is an honor and a privilege uh, to to do something, to do something on my part and to pull the community together as we will continue to do, as I continue to do, uh, as uh, hopefully more people will know about the both of you and what you are doing in your son's memory um, and that they read about his incredible life. Uh, so. Drop the details of how people can link up and connect with you both. Uh, social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all are at JZH Foundation. As in Joshua As in- Zarell Hall yep. Foundation. So at JZH Foundation on those outlets. Um, website is www.mymainmanjosh.com dot org my main man josh dot org and you get all the information all the details shout out to adidas because this was his brand <laughs> he loved adidas he loved adidas this was i did not first. know that i'm actually rocking adidas right now so i did he, not know he, that so yes. he loved adidas Shoes, i mean jackets shorts everything he loved adidas I mean, awesome somebody know adidas in the chat you know pass this uh link on to them so that they can watch yeah. 
you know, yes. and hook up with this amazing foundation. My main Josh.org. Follow the, them on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at the JZH Foundation. Everybody give this family all the support and all the love and all the prayers uh, as they are needed. I am a person of that continues to uh, continues to want to be whatever I can do to give back. Um, like I said, I, I'm so honored to call you friend, uh, they call oh, you brother and my sister, uh, your amazing family. I, I'm so thrilled and it is truly a friendship that I know will never be broken. And I thank both of you all from everything inside of my heart and my spirit for coming on uh, to talk about your incredible son and that everybody in the chat and those that will be watching on YouTube and listening on the podcast will flood up the request for you both in 2022 to go out there and to talk to groups, to high schools, middle schools, elementary schools, wherever you are needed, because um, your work is starting to evolve and it will get bigger from there. And as you already put out there, and I know that it's heard through the uh, ears of God, that be big as United Way, I believe that this foundation will do so because it is an incredible work that's starting to take off and it will continue to grow and be bigger from there. So to both of you all, thank you so much, Nate and Michelle Hall. Thank you too. For Thanks coming for on us. here. Thank you so much for everybody in the audience, everybody that uh, has chatted throughout, has shown so much so, so much support uh, through the hearts and I'm seeing all the, everybody that has came through. We appreciate you so much. I'm going to have to do yes, more do. of these because I've never done a, a live chat. Hey, good so. job, Marisa. You did a fine job. <laughs> Thank you. Thank oh, you. Oh, my goodness. We're all Thank a part you. of history today. Thank you so much. Thank you to those that watched and appreciate everybody at Heard That Nation. You can follow me on heardthatwithmarisa.com and uh, follow me on Facebook for more uh, episodes and information that'll be there. And as I always end the show, and it's so imperative after the conversation that we just had, please take care, take care of one another and be safe. Thank you. You too. Be in the know of new episodes that are coming up on the podcast at heardthatwithmarisa.com. I'm also available on Instagram at Marisa Tigney Podcast on Twitter at Lovely Marisa T, as well as Facebook on a social media page, heard that with Marisa Tigney. I appreciate your continued support.